Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. It is time now for Why It Matters. We're going to be talking about AI. It's become popular over the past few years across a variety of industries. Now, according to International Data Corp or IDC, businesses in Asia Pacific are predicted to spend $43.6 billion on AI in 2025. That's up from $24 billion this year. However, you've got those that argue that businesses in the region are overusing the and applying it to technology that it doesn't actually involve AI. Well, in the media monitoring world, AI has been closely associated with assisting the platform in obtaining the right insights and information to help businesses in achieving their corporate goals. But how crucial is AI in doing so? Will it be overused, say, if the human touch is required to maximize the outcome? Well, let's find out more from uh, Andrew Nichols, who is Managing Director and Co-Founder of Karma Asia. Good morning, Andrew. Morning, Elliot. Good to be here. Thanks for helping me out with this. It's a very interesting yet complex topic, the state of monitoring in the region. I suppose, Andrew, help us get more context to this. What is the overview of the state of media monitoring in this region? Well, it's an $8 billion US dollar industry globally, and it's experiencing double-digit growth at the moment. But Asia is the fastest-growing market, uh, particularly Southeast Asia. Now, as we know, there's been a general trend towards greater digitization that was accelerated throughout the pandemic. And in Southeast Asia, there are now roughly 400 million people, most of whom are online, especially using social media. And it's a region where we use many different languages, even in individual countries, we use uh, multiple languages. Singapore is a great example of that. So this creates a lot of complexity, especially for the PR and communications world. So organizations that want to track their reputation, keep an eye on competitors, understand public opinion, are naturally turning to automation. And increasingly, that means engaging with artificial intelligence solutions. Mm. On that note of automation and engaging with AI, right, uh, where does Singapore stand compared with other parts of the world? Where are we lagging or where are we ahead? It's a great question. I'm not too sure that I can put that on a scale. I think that Singapore <laughs> is, I think Singapore embraces technology. I mean, if you saw the queue at the Apple stores the other yeah. day uh, when they launched the new products, then you would, uh, you would definitely think that it's a market where people are quick to embrace technology. Look, I think the goal of AI is to make better computer systems yeah. that, that help us solve problems. It's about making our lives and our jobs easier, more efficient. But I definitely think that if it's being overused or over relied upon, it just points to a, perhaps a lack of understanding or a bit too much faith in what's currently possible. I think the videos that we've seen online of people quite literally asleep at the wheel in their autonomous cars on the freeway in the US. And, you know, it, it makes me think that AI is just not a silver bullet, right? It's not the answer to everything. We should neither want nor expect it to do the thinking for us, especially in our jobs, right? Mm. So we don't want to be uh, literally uh, or metaphorically asleep at the wheel uh, in our jobs, especially when we have to take responsibility for the outcomes.
You bring up two great points. One, you know, a lack of understanding and how you ended off by saying taking a responsibility. I have the impression that a lot of firms put the word tech or AI just because it sounds sexy. It's more sellable. Okay, I can get more business. But really, it's down to do people understand where to employ AI? Well, in our conversation for media monitoring. Yeah, so, well, in, in my field of media monitoring, communications analysis, we're definitely using AI to reach critical data faster, okay? It helps us cut through that noise uh, to surface what's relevant. We can categorize data, identify patterns and trends, uh, aggregate common themes to get a sense of uh, the sentiment around an organization or an individual It's also critical in spotting and managing a potential crisis where, as you can probably appreciate, speed is key. Mm -hmm. Now, most of what I've just said is underpinned by a subset of AI called NLP, natural language processing. The, The challenge with that is that human language is filled with ambiguities that make it incredibly difficult to write software that accurately determines the intended meaning of text or or voice data. So context plays a huge role. Uh, Sarcasm, slang, double meanings, metaphors. Clearly in Singapore, we have four sort of made languages. Then we have various dialects. That's before we get to Singlish. <laughs> you know, so AI is, is going to help you get to important data faster, but it's, it's humans that are going to actually be able to then bring the insight. AI doesn't tell you why. It doesn't tell you what isn't being said. Humans understand that context. They bring critical thinking, organizational awareness, cultural understanding, creativity, and this is what leads to insight and supports decision-making. Andrew, I'll get to the human factor in in just a bit, but just one, and and this really is quite a horrible question for me to ask. Um, When we talk about the use of AI and that potential for over-reliance in that sense, is it fair to say that the over-reliance could be a result of, I don't know, generational issues uh, where, you know, the younger generation is so born into tech that uh, the first thing they think of instinctively is make sure you have AI in your systems? Yes, I definitely think that People have a lot of faith in what technology can do, as per my example of the driverless car (laughs) uh, situation. I think what we all need to do is just take a step back sometimes and try to understand what challenges we have in our jobs and our daily lives and what we're trying to actually achieve. Uh, Sometimes the solution won't necessarily be AI or even technology. Um, At at Karma, we advocate for a mixture of both human and artificial intelligence. We feel that when you use artificial intelligence to do a lot of the heavy lifting to deal with this massive amount of data, you're able to move a bit quicker than you otherwise would. But we don't rely on the AI to tell us what the next steps are. Mm. Andrew, let's talk about the human element. Where does it come into play with regard to, you know, interpreting AI in media monitoring? Is it the same as retraining and learning to read analytics or is there more to it? Definitely training is a factor. So, you know, we have this habit of anthropomorphizing the world around us. So we use phrases like training the AI, um, which is really just, Um, uh, applying different scenarios to uh, an artificial intelligence so that it has seen, if you like, enough data to then uh, start to perform processes 
uh, in an autonomous fashion. So that's definitely a part of it, and humans are involved in that. But the, the most critical factor is the interpretation of the results. So a good example uh, happened uh, recently at Karma is we had a client that was tracking the statements made by competitor CEOs in the media. Okay. And we do that using uh, technology to gather together all of the media statements by the various different CEOs across different markets and potentially reprinted in, in different languages as well. But the, it was the analyst who was then able to see that one particular CEO had stopped talking about a business area that they were previously often mentioning. And that gave our client a heads up that potentially this particular organization was going to pull back uh, or stop investment in that particular area of their business, which was a really interesting insight. In fact, about two months later, they did make an announcement that that was what they were going to do. So that's a great example of how Technology can help you get to uh, important data, but human insight, contextual understanding, critical thinking, mm. thinking around the data uh, leads you to really useful insight. Mm, never underestimate the human instincts. I suppose, Andrew, on the back of that, I mean, what would you say to PR firms that are over-relying on AI? I mean, how do you think the PR and marketing sector can be reminded of the importance of the human element when it comes to media monitoring? Well, I think we all make decisions in the same way. It's based on our gut feel. But today, we're very lucky to have tools and technology that help us to support those decisions and make those decisions more confidently. But never lose sight of those important human factors. And PR, creativity, uh, having a sense of what matters to people, being plugged into how the organizational, how, you, how the behavior of the organization affects employees and shareholders and customers. Those are all really important things. You know, empathy is important and it's something that a lot of PR people, uh, you know, definitely have. And we don't want to subcontract that to technology. I think it's about um, working with the strengths of both things in harmony. Mm. I'm on the line this morning with Andrew Nichols, who is Managing Director and Co-Founder of Karma Asia. Andrew, I want to talk about the future of media monitoring and media intelligence. How do you think media intelligence can be useful more than just measuring coverage? Well, we have clients who are using media intelligence to keep an eye on competitors. Uh, I mentioned before about how a competitive insight uh, led to a client of ours being able to move quite quickly on an opportunity. We work with investment firms that use media intelligence to find target companies. Uh, there are many different applications because, as I'm sure you would agree, Elliot, mm. the media is a is a rich source of information. <laughs> and fake news. So I suppose <laughs> that's also where the, the human element can come into play. Uh, just had an interesting thought, Andrew. So moving forward, obviously, this is going to evolve, right? And we've been talking about the AI element and the importance of the human element as well. Is it a good idea to make things easier, I mean, easier for the humans to catch? Could that lead to taking it for granted, perhaps? Potentially. I think it's theory. It's about, you know, leaving the mundane tasks to ah. the machine right, right. and then having human beings do, you know, higher, doing tasks higher up the value chain. So right. giving, giving ourselves more time to think and be creative and be human. Right. Where do you see it evolving then? Well, uh, I think for me, in, in my industry, we still need to have, there's a lot of work that needs to be done around relevancy. Mm. Um, I mean, it's great strides have been made already, but 
you know, frankly, we still see that with the complexities of human language, we're not getting 100% accuracy with everything that we do with AI. Another reason why we need to have human checks in place. And then I think linked to that would be um, more uh, development with different languages. The vast majority of AI development from an LLP perspective is being done on English language. Now, of course, I, I run a business in, in this region where you know many different languages are used, and I think it's really important that we develop the same level of, of accuracy and capability in a variety of different languages. Mm, for sure, it's going to be really interesting moving forward. I've been on the line with uh, Andrew Nichols, who is Managing Director and Co-Founder of Karma Asia. Andrew, I appreciate your time this morning. Take care and have a great day. Great, you too, thanks. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.